welcome back to Gamer Bridge, episode three. Um, this is sort of a continuation of the last episode. Um, still have Sir Lawrence here, um, and we are going to talk a little bit about some more racing slash vehicle games, Rocket League and Forza. Yeah, the yeah those those two actually have very little in common other than the fact that you drive a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So do you have more hours in Forza or more hours in Rocket League? Uh, Way more hours in Ro- Rocket League is the most played game I have on Steam. Yeah. Forza yeah, Rocket is- League's still pretty popular. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. I think I started back in 2015, I want to say. Oh, you're making me yeah. feel really old. Yeah, it's been a minute. It doesn't feel like it's been out that long. I still remember when it was new. I thought it was just going to be a fad, like uh, one of those games that were played for like maybe a month or two because people just got like excited about it, like, oh, this game is cool, but then it just sort of dies. There's a lot of games like that out there. Yeah, but nope. Yeah, Rocket League has passed the test of time. Yeah, it sort of got the Minecraft treatment almost. Uh, yeah, kind so of. Pretty much everywhere, everybody plays it, uh, all kinds of ages. Um, so what what would you say is like making you want to come back to rocket league and play that game versus like a first person shooter um well for sure one of my favorite things about rocket league and forza is the customization ability um and that's one thing that they both have in common in addition to the vehicles you know there's Mm -hmm. almost limitless customization you know based off of what you have unlocked in rocket league but I, I I just love unlocking new things. They got me. I'm I'm totally a consumer of their stuff. I, I buy the Rocket Pass. Even though I don't always yeah, I'm not always the biggest fan of everything on it, but it's the way that I look at it is if you play the game and you level up the Rocket Pass pass or whatever game pass, whatever your game has, and you get to the end, you might as well buy it because you already completed it. And that's usually what ends up happening. Oh, okay. So that's how you take. It. That's actually a very interesting way to take it. Um, I know a lot of those battle passes, season passes, uh, things of that nature. Um, when you buy them, you usually unlock some sort of XP boost as well as the extra items. Does Rocket League have that, or is it just the items? Oh, you get the XP boost as well. Usually, by the time I completed it, the season isn't over, but it's like you know three quarters or or. You know, two-thirds of the way over and i'm just like yeah i'll just buy it and then have a nice little xp boost going into the next season okay yeah that's pretty cool uh does rocket league have a lot of microtransactions then or is it really just that season pass i mean there's not a lot of microtransactions but there's a lot of well okay yeah there's a lot there's a lot of microtransactions once epic took over it kind of became it kind of has its own ecosystem where, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see advertisements for things that are in the store while you're in the game. There's literal bill- billboards, you know, with like, hey, buy this pack in the store. It's just, they want you to pay money, but, and, you know, sometimes they get me, but most times they don't. Cool. And is, is it all mostly cosmetic? I assume it is, right? Because it's a very competitive mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Everything in that game is cosmetic. The only yeah. real differences between cars are the hitboxes. Mm-hmm. Do you think the hitboxes really make a difference in that game? I mean, I'm the type of Rocket League player where, I mean, you'll have some players who, like, they're hard stuck, or not hard stuck, but they're, like, they have their car that they play, and it's like, this is my car, I love this car, I don't like to use any other car. 
me, I'm more along the lines of, I like this car because it looks good. And when I start to play bad, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to switch cars. You know, maybe it's time for a change of scenery, change of gameplay style or whatever. I don't really go based off of hitboxes. Right. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I guess for anybody who who doesn't know who's listening to this, probably everybody's heard of Rocket League, but Rocket League is a game um, where you drive a little like RC car around, um, and it's sort of like soccer, where you have to try and get um, a ball into the opponent's goal. Uh, but instead of regular people playing soccer, it's rocket-powered cars that uh, boost around, fly through the air, hit the balls, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's a good time. Personally, I'm not a fan of soccer, like or you know, football mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. But Rocket League definitely captures my attention. Oh yeah, sorry. I guess we are in a so we're calling it soccer, but I think most of you people would know it as football. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so like with the current state of Rocket League in mind, is there anything you would change about it, or do you think like it's pretty much polished out and? Uh, there's not a lot they could do to improve the game at this point. Um, <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice to have to be able to go into training with your party members. That's the only thing I would want. Okay. Yeah. But when you load into a game at that point, it's pretty much just smooth sailing for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, Rocket League is probably one of the most polished games I own. You not never just bugs. like... Yeah, so you're never just like playing the game and you're like, oh, this this car is not working right. This, oh, this nah. this boot. I definitely didn't get enough boost there or anything like that. Nah, any bugs that are in Rocket League, if you know, if I've ever seen one, it's probably been fixed pretty quick. All right, yeah. So I guess that definitely keeps the competitive environment in check. Um, I know in gaming, a lot of competitive modes, there's just so many variables that the developers have a really hard time balancing it properly. Um, let's take Overwatch for an example, like an arena shooter with, with teams that can have all kinds of different characters. Um, there's so many different characters and the interactions between all the different characters so different with the interactions on the different maps. Um, a lot of people can complain about balancing even that correct, but when it comes to a game like Rocket League, there's really not much there to balance. I mean, it's just cars boosting around a track to hit a ball. And it's pretty much the same on either side, right? Yeah, it all literally comes down to how you use the car and your knowledge of the game and your skill. So do you play Rocket League like in, in a competitive way? Do you play like the ranked? No. <laughs> I mean, I'll play ranked just to get my rank and get my ranked rewards, but I prefer mm-hmm. to play casual. I don't like people cursing at me because I missed a ball, and that's basically what ranked Rocket League is. Yeah. Unfortunately, in competitive gaming, uh, flaming and toxicity you seems to be pretty rampant. Uh, with that in mind, do you usually play alone, or do you usually play with people that you know? If I'm playing Rocket League alone, it's probably because I don't feel like playing something else. And Rocket League was, it just enticed me. But usually if I'm playing a multiplayer game, I'm probably playing with someone else. I'm, I'm, I prefer to, to game with others. Um, I know SL Generation from the first episode, he doesn't like the, um, the pressure of having others on his team. So that's a pretty interesting uh, contrast. 
Yeah, with me, it's just I'd rather I'd rather know my teammates than not know my teammates. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think I would agree with that as well. Yeah, I um I recently got into VR ping pong, and that has a uh, a ranked mode as well. And even in that game, I don't even want to play ranked. I just play casual <laughs> matches. VR ping pong. That's very interesting because ping pong is already a game that you can play almost anywhere uh, because mm-hmm. of the amount of space that you need. Um, but I've, you've played ping pong in real life, right? Is there like yeah. a huge difference between that and VR, do you think? Or do you think it's actually pretty similar? Um, well, as far as realism, it's very similar. But the biggest difference to and biggest advantage, I should say, playing in vr is you don't have to go pick up a ball and you know with me learning ping pong and not being the best the ball flies away all the time and that's just you know that time adds up you know you spend two seconds picking up the ball that adds up oh, over yeah. time you know and vr is just like nope the ball's right here in my hand always oh yeah yep i i definitely know that experience always chasing after the ball can be quite annoying so yeah that that's pretty cool so you have pretty like distinct tastes. Um, you like all kinds of things. You like Forza, you said. Um, so, when you play Forza, like, what's the main reason you're playing that game for? The is it the customization? Is it just the driving around? Is it the racing? Uh, I think most of my time on Forza is spent in the garage, upgrading a car, tuning a car, trying to get a car exactly how I want it, and then I'll spend maybe like a few seconds driving it. And then I'll probably mm-hmm. get tired of the game. I really just love building cars in, you know, in any car management game, sim game, whatever. Forza just makes it really easy and really fun. And also, you know, I enjoy the engine sounds and, and the exhaust sounds and all types of stuff. Forza is just like the perfect car game for me. Yeah, it, it really is a beautiful game. Um, I know when I was a child, um, I did pretty much the same thing as you. I would like play like Need for Speed or something like that. I'd just be like, oh, get through the stupid introductory tutorial. I want to customize my car and make it look real cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would just just spend the rest of the time messing around in the open world, like creating pileups for no reason. But yep. (laughs) That's the most fun, man. That's, you know, I something about making like customizing and personalizing a vehicle is just that is top tier gameplay for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people like that part. Um, it'd be interesting to see if we could take a census of all the people who played Forza and see what most of them spent their time on playing. Would be interesting. That would be interesting because I think where games this is this is a hot button issue for me. Where games have screwed up in these this day and age, this time of gaming is everything is limited time content. And I think that is the worst thing you can do to a gamer is to put them on a time limit and say, you can only get this content if you play from this time to this time. Because gamers like me who play a lot of games is just like, oh, that content is gone. I can never access that again. Destiny 2 is a great example of a game that really puts a time limit on what you're able to do. Apparently they fixed it recently, but I I don't like when Uh, games do that. Forza does it as well. Destiny 2 has not fixed that, unfortunately. They have something called the Content Vault. So, um, gameplay, story, missions that you've paid for will eventually be um, shafted into the vault. So, 
it's unfortunate, but they're going to have to keep doing it. They say it's for, for performance reasons. But, eh. Mm. So, if you don't like time-limited stuff, does Forza have anything time-limited? Yep, everything in Forza is time-limited. Their seasons change on a weekly basis, and then every four weeks, it's a new... Um, well, I guess there's, I shouldn't say they're seasoned, because their season isn't like you know a Rocket League season. Their season is literally a season where it's summer, winter, fall, spring. And it changes okay. every week and it changes, you know, whatever, what rewards you can get, you know, based off of how many points you gain based off of how many activities you've done in that week time span. And for me, it's just, I don't always feel like grinding races every freaking day on Forza. You know, sometimes I just want to build a car, drive around and get off. But the issue with that is you miss out on a lot of exclusive vehicles. And I think that's whack. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty much all the games that you mentioned that you play, um, I would say most of the games that I play all have time-gated content. So I would say that this is uh, capitalization on the fear of missing out, or FOMO, as some people call it. Mm -hmm. um, have you heard of that term? Would you say that that's applicable? Oh, definitely. Yeah, so uh, it seems like developers are sort of trying to... Um, incentivize people to play their game or else they're going to miss out on what everybody else is getting maybe the cool skin um you don't want to be the guy without that cool skin um you don't want to be the guy where your friends are like oh come on everybody let's all use the same skin oh wait this guy doesn't have it um is that why you that <laughs> yeah so is that sort of the reason why you feel like time limited stuff um, sort of hurts the player base, or like what do you think is like the main reason that that people want that stuff and they don't want to miss out? Well, I think time limited stuff is probably great for the average gamer who plays, you know, two games max, you know, in a, in a month or something like that. You know, meanwhile, I have, I don't know, my recent games on Steam. There's it says fifty five. I've launched fifty five games in whatever time span steam determines is recent and that's i'm sorry but i don't have time to to play destiny's two destiny 2's content and grind it out for the best legendary gear and this and that and the other thing it's just i don't have time i don't want to i don't feel mm -hmm. like it yeah it's almost like every game wants to be your main game but a lot of gamers these days play lots of different games at the same time um like oh i want to play uh, World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy 14 and I also want to play Destiny 2 but oh wait I gotta make sure that I play Forza so I can get the time limited content yep that's yeah. exactly how it is that's pretty crazy um so yeah I want to talk to you about what your um ideal game would be but I think we can do that next episode okay all right, so Lawrence, uh, thank you again. And everybody, thank you for watching, tuning in. Um, tune in next episode, and we can hear and see what this guy's ideal game is. Thank you, everyone. Bye.